Blog Talk Radio. Everybody divides time with Jerry, and it's the moment that we have been waiting for. Special guest John Stevens, co-host David Flowers. We're going to be going over EVP review. So, hey everybody, how you doing? Hope everybody's doing good out there. It has been a long time waiting, and people, we appreciate everybody that submitted their EVPs to us. Um, we got quite a few, but there was a couple of them that were very faint, and we wasn't able to 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 really make it out. I mean, David, you did all the reviews, so yeah. And yeah, there's there's a a few of them that they're just super faint, and like you said, couldn't make anything out, so didn't put those on the show. Yeah, but the ones that that we do have we were able to make out pretty good so trying to make sure everything is set up i don't know if it's on my wall or not yep how you doing john stevens good good i appreciate the opportunity to kind of hear this good stuff yeah yeah this is this is where the rubber meets the road and the paranormal right here mm-hmm. yes it does i was uh i was in at, at a uh reunion this past weekend and and somebody I know came up hey, to Kim. me and said uh, uh hey Kim they said you're so you're really into ghosts aren't you and I was like well I mean I enjoy it and I, and she goes well it seems like you go to a lot of places and do a lot of ghost hunting and I was like yeah I like doing that and and I said you know, you can go into a place, sit down in the dark, you know, then you be in a, uh, take for instance, some place like Berkeley, and you know, normally they close the doors at four, but you're in there at midnight, sitting in the middle of the floor of this, you know, 250-year-old house, with, and, and this equipment starts going off, and you start listening to doing questions and getting answers on these recorders. Yeah. Uh, I said it could be uh, really, really uh, kind of addictive. You know, right. Kind of. Make yeah. Sure. That's why I feel about EVPs. It keeps people coming back. It's like right. in golf. Only people that play golf can know this. 
time with Jerry. It is now live time with David. So. All right. The first one we have tonight is from Ryan Jones. And video on our own. Yeah, I was going to say look at the chat. page page. So 
But if anybody wants to join on the stream, please let us know. Yeah, that, that, that was a really good one, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David. Yeah, where to, where to start us off? That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a good one. Ryan says, I was standing outside of the front, and I had left my recorder on by accident. That was really Isn't good. That? sounded like a ceremony. That's what Kim Sage said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, Indian chant. That was good. Yeah. I think that's my favorite one from Ryan. Yeah, that's the favorite one tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best one tonight. Yep. So far, so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, this next one is from Ben with Full Moon Paranormal. You're fired. knows the Never. answer. Who's in the room because 
good that you think that they're the real person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but she didn't hear it. Okay, I'll, I'll play it again. Sorry. Right. It It'll be towards the end of it. That's really cool. That's that's almost as close as good to the chant one that Ryan got. Explain yourself on these. <laughs> I gotta hear her first. So yeah, I know. I gotta hear mine. Okay, the first one is Jesus Fighting Greek Park. Oh. So let me explain this before you play it. Okay. This was sent to me. This is not mine, but this was sent to me by a friend of mine who's friend um, captured this with her daughter out at a park in Powhatan. Just so happens that this friend of mine, that used to be her ancestor's land. They turned it into a park out there now. Now there's plantation and they have, um, you know, they had slaves there and they don't know where it happened to the slave cemetery over the years. But they built a big softball complex and so you imagine it's probably softball field now. But anyway, so this friend of hers is out at the park by themselves during the middle of the day, uh, walking on this bridge. And I actually went out there uh, shortly thereafter, because I went to see this place in person. I just so happened to go at night when there was a big softball. Every field was filled, so there was a lot of noise. But during the day, when there's nobody there and nobody playing, it's, it's quiet. So it's really creepy to hear. And I couldn't believe it when I heard it. So I said, this is, this is just kind of, uh, you'll hear the girl playing. But then what you're listening for is what's happening in the background that sounds, well, it sounds like a girl is being um, tortured or, or something worse. That's a good way of putting it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, 
hear the screaming. Mm-hmm. The screaming in the background is what you listen to. Play it again. Brian sounds like a coyote. It's from Kimberly. That's wild. Creepy. Wild and creepy at the same time. Yeah. That's just weird. Did you, now, I'm I'm assuming you heard that when you got home then and downloaded everything? No, well, she just sent it to me. Okay. Um, And I listened to it, and I was like, what am I listening to? So I asked her, and I said, because it's the screaming in the background. So I'll say this. I didn't tell you this. This is a video. So I can see the girl playing. So the girl's, the, the mother is running behind the girl, chasing her. As she's walking and running across the street, this little girl's only like two years old. She's out there at the park and taking her and running around. But they are oblivious to the sound, so they never hear it. She tells my friend that. But so when she went back to watch the video, she could hear all this and said, Oh my God, let me, what what do you think of this, Cheryl? And Cheryl just immediately thought of me. Cool. I don't. I can't. I don't have my earphones on, but because I got to keep it open. But I got the same voice when I went across the street to the cemetery and asked who was that, who was with me. So there's a history of a a, a young girl seen at both places that likes to go back and forth. Kim Say says she thought she heard three. Yeah. And Kimberly said shade tree. Play it again.
to me, it almost sounds like that Kenichi. I heard Penny and something. Yeah, Rhonda. I I hear I hear something before the Penny though, yeah. very faintly. What do y'all hear in the chat? Buddy. Hey, what spirits would be here? Kim's dead, so. Penny, yeah. Jenny, Ryan. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to do some research on this, and I was advised to go to the Virginia archives or something. Uh, I, I asked the, the, the known expert on Civil War history. I sent him an email about the Garfield House, and he knows everything about the Garfield House. But he said, John, that could be, he goes, we don't know the people that have lived there because mm -hmm. after the Civil War, it changed hands so many times. You don't, don't know if, uh, if, you know, the only way you could be certain is to maybe look at some census records and they just listed on the property at certain dates, but then again it a place changed hands four times during ten years, you know, it was really difficult. Plus you, that house goes back well before the Civil War. Mm -hmm. too. So there was a known girl to die from falling out the, the window. Um, do, you, do you know what her name was? That was prior to the Civil War and I asked him, does he know who that was? He did. So, and there, there's a graveyard right there, but they don't even know who's buried in that graveyard. So, yeah. so anyway, yeah. but it is a place that everybody loves to go to. Uh, and... Can Penny, please? That's what Kimberly said. Penny, please, Ronnie. Yeah, could be. And this last one is from the Manor House. Is Richard Tolliver in this room? Richard Tolliver in this room. Uh, you know what room I was in, right? Uh-uh. Elizabeth. Eliza's a what? what yeah. Gotcha. And so you hear, I'm not going to tell,
Right. Like she says, McAllister. I mean, I don't have my earphones on, so I can't tell. Do it again. So fast, Rhonda can't tell, she said. Sounds like. Is Richard Tolliver in this room? McAllister. And before you ask, is Richard Tolliver in this room? I hear a girl's voice. Other than the, the ghost box, I hear a girl's voice. Yes. Is Richard Tolliver in this room? Yeah, there is one before there. Yeah, I, I, like a, it's a, a girl's voice that I hear. Mm -hmm. Get out, Ronnie Anderson yeah. said. <laughs> That's what I hear is get out. Get yeah. out? Yeah. I hear it there twice. Once before you ask the question and once after. But uh, other than that, I, I did hear a girl's voice underneath. Mm -hmm. Play it one more time. Is Richard Tolliver in this room? When, when did you get this EVP? Um, about six years ago. Okay. It was, you know, obviously at the Manor House. It was after we had done the tour. My daughter and I were investigating, so she was in there with me. Um, and of course, there were some kids running around and playing. Yeah, kind of okay. rough thousand. Yeah. And I felt like that added to the added you, know to how she, you know how she reacts when yeah. she sees kids misbehaving in that house. John Stevens, these were taken at the Ralph Wormley House in Urbana. Nice. They were a couple years ago. Thanks for asking. I said, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Oyster Fest is right around the corner. Can I take the lamp? I hear it. Uh, just like a, a mole. Is it right after you say, can I take the lamp? No, before. Oh, okay. Hey, Patrick. Can I take the lamp? Did you hear it? I did hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, uh, 
listened to it because the whole point to that to me doing a EVP session in there was I wanted to know if it was okay if we rented that spot because I was gonna do something metaphysical there so the second voice what I gathered was the first guy saying no the second guy saying and the female saying no so there's a man in the beginning because I had asked the question prior do you think that it's a, it, it would it be okay if we rented this and that's where those two voices came from because that's a pretty active place i mean it's a store they don't open it's not open for paranormal stuff but at the time i had access to it so i was able to run a session in it's there a, it's a very old house I mean, yeah it's probably in the 1700s yeah it's urbana's only pole and beam house so it's only made out of poles and beams um, Ralph Wormley lived there, excuse me, used that as an office, I believe, at one time, and I can't think of who else, but it, it's, right now it's like a wine and cheese type shop. Yeah, I went in there last year during the uh, Oyster Festival. Yeah. Um, the lady told me to put a mask on. I walked out. Yeah. That was last year. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, so, I think. Can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. that was when I was asking if I should take the lamp. There was a lamp in the window in that top left window. So I asked him if I could take the lamp. That was my response. So, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I took the lamp. I brought the lamp back. Especially after it started lighting up without it being plugged in. Well, it did. That that was the thing behind that. I started to get off when I got home I had staged that little lamp, right? Staged it and brought it in and I have pictures on my phone, but I started to get I started to get a bite mark, then I started to get scratch marks all on my arms. So I <laughs> rolled the wire back up, you know, the cord, took it back took it back to the um, house, put it in the window, and as soon as I did that, all the scratch marks and, and the bite mark disappeared. But then a lady was in town, and she was like, hey, 
who's living in the route who's living in the house now and I said why and she goes the lamp's been on all week and I'm going what it wasn't plugged in the cord was wrapped nobody else had access to the house except for the got the what is it the real estate guy he was the only one that was able to get into the house at the time and I know he's not going to walk up there and cut on a lamp and it just wasn't plugged in so they keep the lamp in the window I told them to <laughs> they wanted their lamp back they got it back trust me What's I'm going to ask the lady next week if I don't have to put a mask on I'm going to ask her if she's um, had anything happen in there. yeah you can ask her see what she says but it depends on whether she has to put a mask on uh, and she says that <laughs> that she will be cursed <laughs> Walk in with a Halloween mask. <laughs> All right, you gotta play that one again. Yeah. 
recordings, your audio and video recordings, when you catch something like this, it kind of makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up and just makes it all work for the problem. Yeah. That is true. Okay. Next one from our man Ryan. Thank you very much. Did you hear it? it I mean, it's, it's was she responding at the end? Was that the last thing before you said thank you? Yeah, it was, uh, she'd, she'd ask, uh, the female there was asking a question. Yeah, there was an Ed and Rikus. Okay. Uh, the female, female was asking a question, and you hear a, to me it sounded like a little kid saying, welcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's cute. Thank you very much. She says, thank you, and the little girl says, welcome. Yeah. Aw. Play That's one a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Play it again. Yeah. Play it one more time. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. That's so cute. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think like this is in Rikus, so we we tend to think of it being a place for Indians or, or early settlers or something something like that, but we have a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that most most children didn't live to adulthood anyway, so one way or the other. Yeah. It's in Rock Hall upstairs. Aww. Gotta love it, Righteous. I tell you. The, the most haunted places aren't in Righteous, but it's, in the, it's, it's on the Dominion in Righteous or that area. That's Dominion of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have yet to go there. You ever visited Rikers yet? No. I've only been there once. I've not. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot going on there. Like you could you could have the Indian interaction, which they try to encourage, and then you may have like what we had in the uh, where the you know, the pastor lived. And had and when someone had read the uh, scripture, mm -hmm. you get a kind of a bad response from an EVP. That so that was pretty cool. Uh, of course, the the, the church there um, is crazy active as well. So you get a lot of different things. You just don't know what's on that property. Yeah. 
Okay, our next one is from John Sullivan out of Elk Grove. <laughs> don't know what I did with the Thanks, Kim. With the write up on that one. You're fired. I know. Where's Sully at? I played it yet? Well, whatever it is, sounded like it was intelligent to answer his yeah. question. Yeah, it sounded like a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, it says I don't want to play. That's what Rhonda said. Play it again? Yeah. That was the young that was a young boy that comes around, he said, I don't want to play. Yeah. That yeah, we've heard time. that one before there. Um, yeah. the same same kid that says that. You've asked Tyler who's yeah, Tyler Darnell who's upstairs. Say this to him and get this response. Sully, there you are. Hey, <laughs> All right, play it, play it one more time. Yeah, good. Still, I still think it says I don't want to play. Yeah. Not say. I think it says I don't want to play. That's what I. Sully, what do you think? What do you think it says? Based on all your experience, comparing the same kid over and over and over again over the years. That was upstairs in the caretaker's house. Crazy part of the house. Yeah, I don't want to play. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. When, when is the, I just want to put time out. Um, when, when is the Bell Grove going to be open to regular tours again? I mean, you know, there's investigations. Uh, I need to get back. <laughs> well, we need to go. I miss, I miss that place. I really do. Anyway, we can move on and I'll let it answer. Well, 
going to be the last one for the night. This one, another one from John. And this one's at the Octagon Mansion. Oh, good. What the fuck wow. is that? Jesus Christ. That was good. That's creepy as hell. <laughs> That's loud. Yeah. Did you hear what, what he said before the laugh? Mm-hmm. Just re- we'll replay it again. I caught a little bit of it. Dang, that's wild. joke and someone laughed at the joke. That was a creepy laugh. Can you imagine hearing that? That laugh? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That is creepy. But it also says something at the end. Did you ever run that through like audacity and listen to it? Because that's, no, that's I, I interesting. Have. The DR, you know, the DR60, Shield show. Yeah, next week's five time with Paul Shields. 
gosh, I gotta cross out everything and put Paul <laughs> instead of David. So Paul Shinshaw and Paul Shinshaw. It's gonna be called my time with Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make a new flyer on that one. <laughs> but those those were really good EVPs though. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, we're it's this yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Um I'll, I'll make sure to put that on there. As soon as, as soon as we get off the air I'll start writing up my my five time with Polly flyer. Yeah. Cross and, cross my name and, out. And a couple of those EVPs next week is a extremely good example of why you should put everything through Audacity. I'm assuming that you used Audacity, right, Paul? Because uh, when you, you hear the original EVP, you don't hear a whole lot. people to hear it on the show is that is that what I got exactly. yeah that's, that's yeah. yeah that's I think that's why some of them were like not on here for people that submitted it because it was a little low and we wanted y'all to be able to like really hear them so I don't know all the ones and we can do the show like that again I mean we are going to be presenting what's in the red circle soon <laughs> I found another page that just that stuff. Oh, really? You know, it was called paranormal evidence or some stupid shit like that. Well, as long as all, all we all, all we need is like pictures, photos with a red circle. Yeah, they use a green marker on their page. Yeah, we we like John Savage's idea. What's in the red circle is perfect. That idea came from John Savage. I believe EVP night came from Don, John Savage too when he was talking about talking about that. He always comes up with yeah. some good show ideas. Yeah. And so we have to put a hats off to him with all these ideas he has, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh, speaking of red circle pictures, do you see somebody posted a couple on the co op page? Yeah. <laughs> Are they good? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, red circle, perfect. We we will be doing that shoot soon. But yeah, what, EVP night is actually pretty is a pretty good idea. Yeah. Mhm. Mm so we'll have to re redo that, and then y'all submit the ones that you didn't want to submit too many on because it doesn't. I don't. I don't think anybody can just. S submit too many, do you? 
Yeah. Because. No, because we just want quality. Yeah. Because, you know, some of them you can hear okay, and some of them you can't. So it's not that it's not a good EVP. We just couldn't hear it loud enough right. for it to be on here. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing is, is we're not knocking anybody's EVPs. No, no, definitely not. Uh, definitely not. Some of them are really, really good. Mm -hmm. Just uh, you know, whispers are most EVPs. Uh, unfortunately, they think they know what they're doing when they whisper. They don't want you to really. They want to interact, but they don't want you to go there interacting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do EVP night more often because um, it's it's just it's very interesting to get different people's EVPs from different locations. Um, yeah, and good practice for us to listen to them, too. That's right. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 cool. So we'll we'll have to we'll have to come up with we got the 31st uh, as a date. I don't know how many people are going to show up next week because it is Halloween. But I ain't trick or treating. David Flowers, I don't think is trick or treating. So you know we're good. Yeah, yeah. People I, show I up. Trick or treating is I just open the door and kids give me candy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like give me your candy, kids. I'll put my house is haunted outside my door and they won't come over here. So. <laughs> Anything. Well, they think the house. Well, the house next door has some stuff in it. But yeah, it's a great way to learn too. So, yeah. you know, it was. Um, like I said, we'll come up with another date because we have a couple things in the works for the beginning of the year. That we're looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, yes, trunk or treating. See, if Victor goes trick-or-treating, even though he's really too old, I'll just steal his candy.
Friday the 13th, part two, where they actually decided to equal employment of giving that guy a wheelchair some acting. And all he does is get a machete to the back of the head and push down the stairs, which I thought was great because the, the, the dummy they used in the wheelchair just was flopping around like a, you know, the, it was so it was so bad. I just laughed my head off. You mean that wasn't it wasn't real? I said, here comes the guy, you know, and it's like in a wheelchair. I said, I bet you anything he gets it and gets pushed down the steps. <laughs> yeah, the shed, he right to the head and gets pushed down the steps. Yeah, it's, it's funny because you can almost you can almost tell you know, those things. Yeah, you know, it's, that kind of stuff doesn't scare me at all. But the house on the hill, the hill house or whatever. And seeing that door unopened, and then the guy opens his eyes, and that thing is hovering above the helmet of his That is just like, I lost my voice screaming at that.
All you freaks out there, this is Ryan, and I want to take this time to wish you guys a very happy In My Winter Skin Day. Yeah, I know, I know. It it, it always sneaks up on us every year. I always forget about In My Winter Skin. I'm always so concerned about Halloween, Halloween, whatever that, whatever that is. Halloween is. You know, Halloween is a shadow. It is. <laughs> it is an afterthought. <laughs> I mean, know what you say, Rhonda. <laughs> oh my God, that's that, the, 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 Yeah, exactly. In my winter skin day. No idea what that is. But it's also National Food Day. So if you like to eat, if you enjoy food. Today's your day, and you love your winter skin. Okay. What that is, is my winter skin, which is eating 24-7. What does that even mean? Let's look. I'm going to look it up. What, what, is, what, is, what, is my, what is my winter skin day? My best winter skin day. I apologize. Today is your today. You need to have your best winter skin day, not, this, not your crappy winter skin. You have every other day. Today? You gotta just go all out <laughs> for your winter skin. Isn't mostly skin like the winter like all dry and like chapped and shit? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was like thinking. I mean, my freaking elbows are cracking, my knuckles are cracking. Yeah. Let's see. Founded by the Skin Color Skin of Color Society or SOC, S O C S. In its foundation, My Best Winter Skin Day raises awareness and offers advice on how to properly care for your skin so that you can look and feel your best during times of harsh winter weather. Holiday also, I want to call this a holiday. Very loose sense of the word, but the holiday also raises funds to further support education research specific to skin of color dermatology. Winter skin is a dermatologic condition that impacts all people, regardless of skin, age, skin type, or tone. Well, okay, so it is definitely worth worth having. They need to get, although they they, they really do need to uh, work on their advertising because they, they could be advertising at Bath and Body Works. Huh? They could. They could have a whole sale. You know the. My Winter Skin Day blowout sale. Just for the one day. Exactly. And then you can go to the food court and celebrate National Food Day. Yeah, right after. At the same time. I mean, you can kill two birds, two two holiday birds with one stone. Right there. One, one, yeah, exactly. So what's new with you? Anything coming up? Anything you got anything going on? Uh, Honestly, I've just been editing nonstop. Got back from the laundry house. Sunday, or technically Monday morning at like freaking 2.30 in the morning. In the car for 14 hours straight. That's rough. Oh, yeah. And then Friday, we drove for 13 hours straight. So, 27 hours, but then a 72-hour, a 
Damn. Yeah, I got to go to the Conjuring House, so, you know, yeah, there's was that. Cool experience. It was fun to hang out with everybody, see everybody. And I said, next time I'm flying. You, you get those, those, those that, that big Forgotten Explorations money once you get picked yeah, up yeah. and I see on Travel Channel. Rhonda says, why am I hearing sounds of the lambs quits in my head? Exactly. Campbell Lecter would want to taste your best winter skin. That's for sure. <laughs> that is faux show. So you, got, you have a, um, I, I think I heard that you may have something coming out here pretty soon. Uh, some some kind of special yeah, happening. Yeah, we got we got our uh, our Halloween special that actually comes out in three days. Nice. First episode drop. So exciting! I'm still working. I've four out of the five videos completely done. So yeah, that 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 last one. Uh, the last one I have like 18 hours worth of footage to review. So. Kimberly has already got questions for our guests. We haven't even put them on yet. And, you know, I'm really excited that they actually could come on uh, my best winter oh, yeah. skin day. Obviously, it's such a big holiday. And, uh, the time out of it. yeah, well, all the moisturizing they're doing down there, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure it's a big holiday, holiday down there. And, oh, yeah. uh, Hallmark is full of my best winter skin day cards, I'll bet, down there. Oh, yeah. So, all right, well, I have to even put them on. How, how, how about we do yeah. that? I'm going to do it and add Alex from Ghost Seekers, Texas, or Ghost Seekers, TX, down here on the show right now. There we go. Welcome. Howdy, howdy. How's it going, y'all? How are you doing? Very And very happy. You My, with the, that, that Texas playing, the howdy howdy. I like that. And, of course, I wish you a very happy My Best Winter Skin Day. Oh, I know. Do you and I yours? I know nothing about that, to be honest. <laughs> now, dude, I had to, like, 10 minutes ago but when, I, when I looked it up on, online. I was like, man, what is that? <laughs> they have a holiday for everything. Up here, well, no. If you're if you're if your best yeah. winter skin, I'm sorry. That's as it gets apparently. Yes, this is what this is when you, you put all the moisturizer on your skin. It feels fantastic, and oh. then winter hits and it sucks. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. How's the weather down there? Um, it's actually gonna start getting cooler next week. We're, it looks like we're going to have another harsh winter like we did two years ago. Like everything, everything froze over, everything closed down. Texas didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, ice and snow in the south isn't really, really mixed too well together. Not at all. Mm, we had a mild winter up here. It was very spring-like. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, it's not snowing again this year. So. I love to see I some snow. I wish we would have snowed. Yeah. Okay, I'm all right with cold as it freaking is around here, okay? If it's like 22 degrees outside, I better get better get some of 
of that snow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to freeze my ass off outside. The worst is when it turns like it's like 40 degrees and raining. And it's just like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. So depressing. Smack me in the face. Yeah. It's got, I mean, I need either snow or nothing. I love the cold weather. I'd rather be cold than hot. I will say that. Yes, for sure. 100%. I hate the humidity up here. What do you humidity think? Humidity in Texas kind of sucks, too. Is it humid down there? Is it, or is it oh, like it's a dry? so humid. Oh. Is it different? Like, is it different in diff- different parts of Texas? Or, like, Most as far definitely. as, yeah. Like, north of Texas definitely gets more snow than south of Texas. Such a big state. I'm sure there's different. Like, is it like humid in one part of the state, and but dry in the other part? Like more towards the desert, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I wonder if it gets if it matters as far as paranormal activity. If it's like humid or dry. If it goes to humidity too. I don't know if you. I'm too hot. Screw this. <laughs> Not gonna haunt you. I'm too hot. <laughs> Like, do you think they can kill the, like, heat and the cold of, like, the air? That's a good I question. Gar's asked, but I'll let me go straight answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold. Are you cold, too? Two degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. It's probably mm. a lot colder to them. Oh, yeah. What's up, Lisa, Mike? Mike, what's up, Alex and Austin? Oh, hey, leave me out. I see how it is, Mike. Okay. All right. What's, what's up, AG? How's it going, everyone? What's up, Nightmare yeah, Junkie? There he is the Nightmare Junkie profile. All right. <laughs> Alex, let's let's start. Put our get back in the Wayback Machine and learn about how you got started in the uh, paranormal. Thank you, Nightmare. Appreciate that. So, I started Ghost Speakers, I want to say early 2018, and it started out as, like, me and my group of friends going out investigating Mm -hmm. or checking out abandoned locations around town, and then it got deeper into the paranormal. So, one night, this was... I still remember everything from this night. October 10th at, like, 1.18 in the morning. We were on our way, my friend Christian and Devin, we were on our way to the spot called Woman Hauling Creek. Uh, kind of, like, in between San Antonio and Shirt, Texas. Um, that's one of La Llorona's sightings. And we go there, and... I parked the car on the side of the road, and we get out. This was before, like, we had any cameras, any, like, equipment or anything like that. All we had was, like, our phones. And so we're sitting on the ledge, and the water is going under the road from the creek. And we're just sitting there doing EVP sessions. And the third one comes around. About six minutes in, we're just acting completely normal, everything's fine, we're just asking questions. 
And then Devin starts asking, like, he starts calling out to La Llorona and trying to get her to come out. And I wasn't provoking or anything, but Devin was definitely asking the question. Um, and the next thing I remember is crying, running to my car, and seeing Christian dolphin diving through my car window because I had the window rolled down. And as we're taking off, I'm, like, freaking the hell out. And we pull over to a gas station, and I asked Christian, like, dude, what the hell happened? And he was like, dude, in my opinion, I think that you were either, sorry, were either being channeled through or had a minor possession. I don't think I had a minor. I don't think about that. I don't think I had a minor possession. I definitely think something was trying to channel through me. But at the same time, it felt like my own personal body was being taken over. Um, and during, like, that session when it happened, Christian told me that after Devin asked those questions, I'm just, like, frozen. And he, like, turns me towards him. I, over my eyes, he says, and he kind of freaked out, threw me onto the dirt, and that's when I snapped. And that's when I started hyperventilating and crying and sprinting to my car. And that's when I saw him dolphin dive through my window. <laughs> and that is definitely what made me start questioning the paranormal even more. Okay. And, so, you know, you started off with it's just, you guys, you and your friends, no equipment, no cameras, nothing like that. Exactly. How, how does that experience from from that point in time turn into, you know, your most recent time at the, I'm going to pronounce this completely wrong, the old Lavaca jail? Lavaca. Lavaca. Yes. So how, how does that experience, like seeing that happen, and then your most recent experience at Lavaca jail, like how how do you feel completely differently the same, you know, that, that first experience to your most recent? Well, needless to say, I'm definitely not as scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially after that experience. I mean, most people would think like, damn, wouldn't he be scared after that? And it's the complete opposite for me. Like I wanted more and more answers to, like, what happened. And I think on this journey to where I'm at now, it's definitely made me a better paranormal investigator than way back when. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because, like, I don't even know how you and I, like, started talking about, you know, doing things and stuff like that. But I know we've been talking for you know, at least the last six months. I about think so, yeah. Doing things, stuff like that. And just seeing, like, your videos, like, I'm, I'm going to say this now. I'm jealous of how your videos turn out. You're, you're editing amazing. Like, the, the evidence that you guys capture, I don't know if you call it evidence, but I, I'd always say everything's evidence. Like, anything that you can get to get to 
the rational explanation of the paranormal. I think um, so. Too. But yeah, yeah like, thank you, thank you so much. That that really means a lot. Oh it yeah, does. I mean, like over the last six months, like you just seeing all of your journeys that you take in, the time that you take to actually get this stuff done, like the interview that you had at Lavaca, that was phenomenal. But who who was that? I I can't remember. You know, the lady. Yeah, specifically. Lisa, Lisa Frank. Okay, okay. Yeah, dude, like, you're, you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much. So. And I could say the same for you guys as well. Oh, dude. Thank you. But not about us. This is about you and your guys. So how did Ghost Seekers become, you know, as of today, it's you, Beth, and Chris, correct? How, how did this, like, small little idea blossom into what we're now, like, seeing on a, you know, weekly basis on this, like, monthly basis, you know, your, your adventures? So I definitely think this incident happened more than two years ago, a little over two years ago. So... I was actually in an incident where I had gotten shot in broad daylight at a gas station here in town. And I feel like since then, I feel more connected. And it's definitely helped me. And since then, Beth has been a part of the team. And then when she started working at Komori, which is a sushi restaurant here in town, um, she met Chris. And then when I met Chris, him and I just click instantly. And we took him out to his first shoot to do, like, just behind-the-scenes photography for us. And that night, he just ended up clicking with everybody in the team, everybody, and history from there. Like, he was part of the team. Yeah, now, like, he's they start solidifying you guys more and more. I definitely think so. Yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. Like the field, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I did see that we had a question before you even got brought on. Uh, Kimberly asked, have you ever been to Yorktown Hospital? No. However, um, I think we will finally be checking it out for the very first time sometime next year. Hey, a little sneak peek into the year 2024. Yes, sir. Um, so, you know, we, we always ask, what is the most memorable moment? You know, if, if it is that, oh, wow. you know, that first moment, I completely understand that, but other than that first moment, what is, like, the one thing that sticks out in your mind that you just, like, witnessed? Man, besides the woman hollering creek, um, I would probably have to say our third time at the old Wapaka County Jail. I'm so sorry. Um, So, this was 
tattoo nighter. Um, first night was absolutely terrifying, more terrifying than night two. So Chris and I are getting ready for our nighttime investigation. Beth was taking a little nap in the uh, housing area. Um, and so I'm doing like the opening to like the introduction of the investigation. And we start hearing like loud super mouth for a moment and it goes quiet again. And then I, as soon as I start talking again, you just hear boom, 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 down the stairs as if someone is running. Now, during the day before that, when we were doing a daytime investigation, Chris got spooked and ran down those same stairs. And I kid you not, it sounded the exact same as his. Like, how long did time that go? Oh, yeah. It, it was exactly the same. And then we go upstairs to go check it out, and we go on the women's cells to the right when you walk upstairs, and the women's are to your left. So we go to the women's side, and I start doing spirit box. I start asking questions, and then we start hearing unexplained noises from the other side. And we keep quiet for a moment, and it just builds. The unexplained sounds just keep building and building and building until one point it sounded like, because there's a little opening in the roof, mm-hmm. and hmm? no, it okay. sounded like someone ducked off of, like, the hole and jumped right onto the cell. Make him some soup? I not do it justice whatsoever because it shook the entire cell that we were in. And we just stood there. We just stood there. We were just like, uh... I called researchers. I started getting really worried. Like, I thought we were trapped at that moment. Like, we thought someone literally jumped to the ceiling and broke in. And I called Lisa because she has a friend that's in the uh, police force out there and he came down he didn't go inside though he was like oh this, this happens this happens yeah. quite often you why why not you know you think something's inside the, the jail like just how come he's just like yeah, we'll good, think, you know yeah good luck yeah hopefully nobody's in there <laughs> that's exactly what he did and took off like later pal see you later <laughs> Uh, Nightmare Junkie asks, Alex, have you ever spent the night on a haunt by yourself? Ever spent the night on a haunt by myself? I, um, I, listen to a I don't, I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have. I would like to. I would definitely love to. And I know a place in town that I could definitely do it at. And that's the um, shout out VFW Post Seventy Six. Okay. So, Junkie is also saying that you should. <laughs> so, is that like if you were able to do a an investigation by yourself? Is that like the number one spot that you would want to do? It's not the number one spot, no. Um, 
Are we talking about in Texas or just anywhere? Different Money is not anywhere? an option. You can okay. travel anywhere. I have, I have. Go for it. Yeah. I have top three. Top three. Go for it. Yeah. Pampers. Okay. Which is a big one. Uh, I know that. Um, the Conjuring House for sure. And oh my God, the Sally House. Sally House. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. Conjuring House completely different than what I anticipated. You go right ahead and stay there by yourself. I. I feel like just one person by themselves in that house would just deteriorate their mental state. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, it being in there. But you know how like you have you ever gone somewhere, you walk in, and your stomach like sinks because you know you're not alone there. Oh yeah. Did not have that feeling at all. In the conjuring house? Weird. That's very weird. Sarah Hall says, have you ever been drawn to a place you have investigated before you have actually investigated? Okay, one more time. I might read it in the comments. Give me one second. Have you ever been drawn to a place you have investigated before you investigated it? I have and are drawn to locations that I haven't investigated yet, um, but I haven't been drawn to a location that I have investigated. The ones that I'm mostly drawn to are Penhurst, um, Conjuring House, much better. Oh my God. And the Exorcist House in St. Louis. Okay. You got some freaky ones that you're drawn to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've, we've talked, you and I, we've talked one-on-one. Um, did you start Ghost Seekers in Texas, like, yes. completely? <laughs> So you, did you ever investigate your actual, like, hometown? In Georgia? Yeah. Uh, we went to Savannah, say, like, a year and a half ago. Um, maybe closer to a year. But we went to Savannah, Georgia, and that's about two hours from my hometown, Rome, Georgia. Mm-hmm. But I used to visit Savannah all the time. And... We got to investigate the old Savannah Theater. And I wonder if he knows them. When we go back in next year in October with you guys, um, I want to see about us going to the Pirate's House in Savannah. It's a restaurant. However, they have a basement, and the basement also leads to the Savannah Tunnel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's going to be big. It's going to be fun. 
Savannah's going to be so much fun, dude. That's, that's like the biggest thing about this, right? Like, if you're not having fun with this, why, why do it? Like, yeah. Now, I was asked this question last week or the week before. Uh, do you just go, like, even though you do the YouTube stuff now, do you just go on investigations without filming? Like, just to have that, like, enjoyment where you're not worried about, oh, are we capturing this? Are we, like, do we have this on camera? Stuff like that. Sometimes, yes. Um, sometimes we go and visit locations that we've visited in the past and just, like, take pictures and clips and stuff like that and just hang out. Um, <clears throat> Nightmare Junkie asks, have you ever had dreams about a place you Yes, the old park hotel, easily. Easily. So tell us a little bit about, if, if people have not seen your videos on the old park hotel, tell us a little bit about that. So the old park hotel sits in Ballinger, Texas, um, like West Texas. And 10 feet from it also sits the old Runnels Jail, and that is also connected to some of the stories um, with the old Park Hotel. Mm-hmm. And so I had a dream where I think I actually talked about it in the video. It was our first time. I might have to go back in the video because I can't remember on the top of my head right now. Um, I want to say it was about, like, me being some sort of, like, man there. And I think I was trying to, like, I think I was one of the aggressive men from the Bordello or brothel times in the hotel because there was also two different brothels. And so... We investigated it, and then we get to this one certain room, and it's like a red bed, red lighting, and there's a mirror on the wall. And that's when I start feeling strange. And then Dan starts telling us about this story where this man and the woman had, like, a relationship, and they were having an affair. And they think that the woman was pregnant. And so the man found out. And from what they say, the man grabbed her by the neck and, like, pushed her up against that wall. And then that's where, like, the vision vanishes for, like, the psychics that um, investigate that hotel. And he's gotten a lot of psychics pick that same story up. And so, for me to feel weird about that story that he was saying, I was trying to look peace like was that was that the man that I like occurring yeah. to you in your dream? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be logical since that's like one of the biggest things that people pick up is like, and you, you know, you are drawn to places 
stuff like that. So, do you ever feel that you have like you're sensitive or you're you know something like so that? We Beth and I know a really good friend of ours. Her name is Roxy. Um, her and her husband live out maybe like 30 minutes away from us. And she's a clairvoyant. And the first time I met her was actually when Christian and I rented the house for Airbnb. And when we were reading up on it, we were like, this place is like haunted. And so we go there and Lord behold, she has all these artifacts all these different haunted objects, all these different, like, bottles of things. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and this lady has shed so much light on me and has inspired me so much to continue to pursue in this field. And whenever we would have investigations with her at the house, and I would start feeling different things. She started talking to me, and she was like, you might be on the lines of, like, a queer audience, which queer audience are able to pick up on, like, the type of energy. <laughs> either good, either bad. Um, they can also sometimes feel emotions. Um, and they can also sometimes physically see them, but not like the way clairvoyance and psychics can, where they can fully see them. Okay. It's only for like a partial, partial of a second. It's kind of like a glimpse. Exactly. Okay. Now, you know, you've, you've done a decent amount of investigations. You have a decent amount under your belt. What is like your most favorite piece of equipment that you use during an investigation? I definitely like using one of the EMF detectors that we use. It's a they're with a blue um, screen. Okay. And the top portion of it, it's like there's numbers up here and then there's like a number below it. And there's a line that divides them. So the top one is the one you want to pay attention to, which is like the milligauss and stuff like that. And the bottom one actually reads voltage in the area. Okay. So say like, for instance, if you go back in our past video of the Old Park Hotel, there's a really good example of us in the hallway upstairs. And I think my grandmother is holding it. And the top of it is reading an 18.2, and that is the highest ever gotten. And the voltage was reading absolute zero. And so that just confirmed that evidence even more. And yep. that's why I like those specific EMF detectors. Because you can differentiate between the actual voltage and the actual Exactly. Range. I, I want to say we have one. We've never really used it. <laughs> Not going to lie to you, but now that I know that, Dude, we're probably going to start using it more often. They're super handy. I promise you. 
All right. So, uh, and if you don't have one, I'll send you a link uh, through Amazon because they sell them on Amazon. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, equipment's just so expensive. Yeah. I hate that it's In so general. expensive. Um, like, we dropped something the other day, and I just looked at it on the ground, and I was like, this is definitely broken. This is like $350 that I'm going to have to fork out for another one. Oh, so, man. I, I get it. I mean, it sucks, but... Dude, I almost thought I had to, like, get a new drone from, Ooh, this, past, oh. from, this, from this past shoot. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I actually... It's so embarrassing. So, like, it lifted up in the flight. I was I was doing night shots, <clears throat> keep in mind, with a drone. Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> um, so, I get the shot that I wanted without any issues. I bring it back to home point, and it ends up hitting the metal sign, like, for your car to park, like, right there. Mm-hmm. It says, like, Ghost Hunter Parking, and I hit that I mean, that, 
I'm actually excited for that. Like that, I like how you guys, you know, you're you're taking the time to actually keep going back to this one location because I mean that's that's literally what ghost hunting is. Like it's not a one and done kind of situation. Time. This would be the thirteenth time. That hey, that's that's even better. The thirteenth time. What enough yep. to do this on? Like, yeah, yeah. So I mean. You guys got a lot of stuff coming up. You guys have been doing a lot of stuff. If you had to give advice to somebody that wants to start in this field, just randomly one day, what what would you what would you say to them? I think I would have to say like, you know, just be you. Like, and I definitely think that's what this paranormal field should be about, and it shouldn't be about like who's better than one another, like, the cockiness and demon shit, like, we all need to work together as a community and community than what it is today. 100% agree. And another piece of advice I would like to give is when you're starting out, it doesn't matter, like, if you have phones, like, you don't have to have cameras or fancy equipment, SLSs, or anything like that, just go out, record on your phone. Um, you know, there is the audio recording specifically on your phone as well if you want to do EVP sessions. Sure. Um, and, yeah. And there's also, like, pretty reliable ghost app, um, Spirit Talker. Um, I would definitely use that just as like to the like kind of put it to the side and see if it matches up with anything that yeah. is going on in the investigation. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I definitely agree. Uh I do know some of these apps are like super hated on stuff like that. Um yeah. we use we use Ghost uh GhostTube, something like GhostTube. that. Yeah, we use that. Uh always had super you know you always have the BS crap that's in there, like, like, oh yeah, bacon. I'm like, you have to take it with like a grain of salt. Yeah, but then then you have some of the most amazing evidence that you have. Yeah, like, like uh, it can be something like so spot on. Oh, it definitely. Just, it just leaves you like jaw dropped. Like, yeah. did it just really say that right now? Yeah. Now I asked you about your favorite piece of equipment. Okay. What is your least Yeah. Like, and I don't know about you, but my knees start hurting out. 
So, before you, you know, before we leave you, the show and all that stuff, do you have anything coming up, like, in the near future besides your documentary that you're working on and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, so, December 20th, sorry, December 21st through the 23rd, uh, we're actually going to be back at the Old Park Hotel. Um, but this time for our first two-night investigation. Okay. And we also might be doing it with the jail that's right across the street from it. Like, literally, 20 feet. from Like, you walk out of the hotel, 20 feet later, you're at the jail. Wow. Do you guys are filming this? Yeah. Okay. Just September 21st through the 23rd, you said you're filming it. So, do you have, like, a, a time frame of when you'll have the video out? Or that you will have the video out? I would like to have it out and celebrate it for, like, either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, even. Um, but we'll see. I, I know how it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking that. It's like, I, I know how much time goes with everything. Oh, yeah. I know you're not you're not just editing just for you, you're editing for others as well. Which I give you hundred percent props for. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, dude, like that's that's sick. That's really cool. You do have one more question from the audience. Nightmare Junkie asks, Have you ever investigated a morgue? Morgue. <sighs> I don't think so. I think the, like, closest to a morgue would, might be, like, like, where they get you cremated. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think that might be the closest that we've come to a morgue. Do you want to investigate a morgue at some point? Definitely. We we have a mortuary like one mile down the street from us. You're like sending them emails, sending them letters yeah. in the mail. I mean, I think they opened literally last year, and they've already had tons of business fly through there. Yeah, that's ooh, <laughs> ooh. It's so it's kind of it's kind of creepy. It's <laughs> like it's right there behind our neighborhood. <laughs> so I'm like. And my dad, he was, like, wanting to work there. I was like, you want to work out of, like, the mortuary? He's like, yeah, I want to do, like, the, like, where you do the stuffing and, like, that that whole process. I'm like, well, you have fun with that at yeah. the late shift. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen James, the autopsy of Jane Doe, okay? Oh, so good. I'm good. All right. You know what, this, this isn't like paranormal talk or anything. What is your favorite, uh, yeah, what is your favorite horror movie? But, excuse my language, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, man. I will say I have seen The Conjuring film well over 80 times now. That's why I even have more of a calling to that house. Okay. And... The Exorcist, classic, and I really like Friday the 13th. 